And we're back. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, first off, shout out to everyone who came to the Overachiever show this past Wednesday at the DC Improv. Gotta say, man, I think it was probably the best show uh, we've had. Uh, it was it was a packed out. Um, the lineup was crazy. So thank you, everyone. Uh, we're back April 10th at the DC Improv. We got my homie Rob Hayes coming to town, um, headlining it. Uh, he was just on Jimmy Fallon. So tickets are now available on our website, theoverachieversdc.com. Um, what made our show uh, extra special this past Wednesday is we had a special guest. Um, uh, homie came in town. Uh, I never actually got a chance to meet him face to face, but I dropped him a DM on IG and he was uh, gracious enough to drop by. He flew in eight o'clock, came straight from the airport, straight to the DC improv like a true professional. All right. Comics listening. That's that's called professionalism. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not giving a fuck. So yeah. give it up for the very funny Trevor Wallace, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks Thank for you having for, me, man. Hey, man. Appreciate you, dog. This was a, a great way to meet someone. Um, what an exciting time, man. You came in Wednesday early, a day before your show, mm -hmm. uh, straight from the airport. I was yeah. very impressed. I was like, when you said your flight lands at 8, I, was, I wasn't trying to be negative. I was like, yeah, that's kind of tight, bro. But, hey, if you could be here before 845, right. I got you. That was the thing. In, my, in the back <laughs> of my mind, I was like, there's no way like like I would be able to make this unless it's a showcase style. And, you yeah. know, like, the latest you can get there is 840. I'm, so, like, my – anxiety building up to that like i was in the plane was like landed yeah everybody's boarding the people in yeah. front of me are so damn slow i'm oh, like look, of course you i got somewhere to be and they're like yeah. we all do i was like no, no no my set is in like yeah. 25 minutes you know like was that something that actually came out your mouth or it was no, all mentally, that was just oh, in the back oh, of my yeah, mind yeah, of but course, like yeah, of yeah. course like the lady in front of me like couldn't get her bag out so then some other guys of helping course then, like, of course i had a I, I was like a seat in the back because it wasn't a full flight, so I wanted to stretch my legs. I was like, "Oh damn, I should have been up front, so I could have just, you know, darted off." But um, it was I was I was I was speed walking like an aggressive, pissed off mom through the airport. Like I was making my rounds, so and funny. then the Uber's like eight minutes away. I was like, "Fucking eight minutes away!" Like, should I take a taxi? And then it was like, and then I got in the car, and then it said estimated time. 841 and you texted me you're like if you can be here by 840 yeah i'll get you a spot yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. when it was like 841 i was like nah it, let's it, go oh my god let's hope dude. there ain't no red lights let's go you pulled up with your luggage and that's how i knew it was real i was like yeah. god <laughs> right. i was like fuck this guy loves comedy right They're like yo you selling merch i was like nah this is just my life right here you know? <laughs> my life in a suitcase so that was cool i mean anything like like i love that kind of feeling i love that adrenaline staying busy staying booked and all that stuff um, it's always nice to kind of get a feel for the city Ooh, before yeah. you you know you dive into it because I was doing 45 minutes on Thursday night. Uh -huh. So if you're doing 45 and like you're not connecting with them or you're, mm -hmm. you're like and you only, and I was only doing one headlining show, so I was like I don't really know like let me feel them out first before I do an hour and then look back and be like okay well next year when I go to DC I'll know because now it's like yeah got a little taste okay they like this they don't like that listen yeah. to the other comics you know and and just certain things that I picked up on just help me out just to be like, oh yeah 100 percent, bro it was crazy because uh you walked in came to came to the green room with the luggage had our quick intro we didn't really have time to like yo what's up man yeah. it was like you were literally on stage in like five minutes yeah so you, you had to go probably uh get 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 your food get you situated and then yeah. um and then we're like right about to, before i bring you up we're watching the comic before you and like literally as oh, he's trying yeah. to like get off stage a lady kind of interrupts him and just being yeah. like, yeah, I didn't like that Trump joke or whatever. Yeah. And it just like, it was so interesting. Cause I'm like, fuck man, how can someone have that much confidence to, to derail, you know what I mean? Like to go oh, yeah. out of their way to be like, you know what? I don't approve of that. And like, and he had to address it, but he handled it pretty well. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, annoying because, like, the show was packed out. It was sold out. <laughs> and it's like, he's trying to wrap up. He had a great set. Yeah, then, he was crushing. Oh, yeah. And then she just, how for whatever. How frustrating is that? You're it was a great bit. It was a great bit. It was about how he would, if would he would bang girl or not, if she voted for Trump. It was a great bit. It was hilarious. Yeah. And then she just, like, comes in and starts talking about it on uh, the closer. It was like, man, front this is row. sold out. Like, front row. Ah, exactly. What a Bro, yeah, front row people are always. Yeah. Even here, um. Last night I was opening for Derek Gaines. Yeah, uh, and I, the same thing in the front row, right over there. Some lady uh, just goes, "Why are you sweating so much?" To Derek, and what? It, yeah, it's a weird like <laughs> like people in the front row. I swear, you got to sit in the front row. You got to be yeah. like half a chromosome short. Like you got to be. Yeah, something yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was such a weird thing to say. I was like, "What? He's performing? What do you mean?" It's like, like they're looking for trouble. Yeah, like, you want you want this comic to to destroy you. You're yeah. asking for it. But Derek was so thrown off because he was like, what do you mean? Why am I sweating? Like, I'm performing. It's yeah. hot up here. I got lights on me. And she was like mind blown. 
and it got weird for a second but he's he's a pro and he just you know got right back into it but people in the front row always feel obligated they're like i'm the conductor in this train and whatever yeah. i say goes and you're like no sharon just shut up you know a hundred percent man um so walk us through uh wednesday to today saturday like what's this week been for you in dc like what have you done so far it's been pretty cool i've, I've been uh, enjoying you, it is um, this your first time in dc i was here over the summer for one day i was just on a road trip with my buddy that's how i actually got in with the uh, dc comedy life okay uh we were passing by for like two nights just on a road trip and then i hit him up for a guest set um yeah just did like 10 guy like me and was like you know let me know when you're back in town and then i just hit him up and was like i'm gonna be out there because i'm doing a little uh a run to chicago after this yeah so uh it was cool so i got in here and then so wednesday got in did your show that was great kind of hung out did that that whole thing um thursday you had your show thursday had my show yeah, yeah. So thursday so walk us through your show i feel like in the internet world you're like people know you uh-huh but in the comedy world People might not know you yet, but yeah. I feel like they will very soon. That's why it's exciting to sit down with you because it's like I feel like you're on the because like after what I saw, I was like, dude, uh -huh. like your audience fucks with you, yeah, hard. It's yeah, it's wild. It's so, so. fucking cool to watch. It's exciting, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, comic the comic. You know, some maybe some comics might be you know jealous or whatever, but oh, I, you know, I've, if, I've I experienced that I, on the you know, day, and I, you know, I definitely want to get into that too, and uh, later down, this, uh -huh. but I wanted to address like the positive first. I wanted to see like um, like because of uh you know your following you have this like super loyal um audience that uh -huh. fucks with you like uh first off like how did how did it did it like happen overnight or no. was there a build-up to it like yeah there's been plenty of build-up and that's why i think i get respect from a lot of the la comics who have seen me go through this stuff okay. but you know if i get to somebody else's scene and then yeah. the first thing out of somebody's mouth is oh he's a youtuber dude like instantly mm -hmm. you get that connotation but uh i've been so I was making videos the same time I was doing just hella open mics. Like, I would, walk um, us through the timeline. Like, yeah, what is so 2015 like, graduated college in the Bay Area up by San Francisco. Dope. Uh, Which one? San Which San Jose State. Okay, I yeah. spent some time in in the Bay. Yeah. Okay. So I went there for film. Got my minor in uh, in theater. So okay, kinda, like very well rounded in yeah. that. Yeah. But they were super into making like these dramatic shorts and this and that and i was just like no nah, i just want to produce comedy <laughs> like i just that's all i gave a that's fuck dope about. that you knew that early on though yeah yeah you so know? i was so wasting no time yeah so i was doing 2015 yeah so i was doing stand-up in college my last year 2015 right okay so you got so, into it 2015 yeah i touched i did it early when i was 17 just to try it yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like i don't really count that, that yeah your first your first yeah. true like go i'm this is what i'm gonna try to do right so that's what it was it was like my the summer going into senior year college uh, mics yeah, college mics, and then there, and I mean, I kind of had an advantage because I was in a fraternity. Okay, and there was a the San Jose Improv, which is my favorite club. Ooh, it, that's where, uh, yeah, I I, I performed there. Gorgeous. That's where Houdini uh, has been on that stage. Yeah, because you know, so it, it used to be. They say it's haunted. Yeah, before, <laughs> I bet, man, it's crazy because like the green rooms like elevated. It's like far as fuck away. Yeah, because uh, it used to be like a giant, uh, like theater arts per, like mm -hmm. it wasn't just yeah. for stand-up so it's, it's a like huge a, it's, it's a huge, huge theater so luckily yeah. like i was doing stand-up for like maybe like four to five months in college like actually doing it yeah and then there was a show producer that i met at an open mic and i was like yo bro i can bring out like 40 people for like five minutes it's amazing not knowing like to a producer's ears he's like well, hold on what yeah. i don't have to pay you yeah you can bring 40 people yeah and i just throw you up after the host yeah yeah so I got in with this dude, and then he had me on like every show, and I would just bring my all like my frat bros out who just loved it, you know. That's fucking. That, I mean, hey man, you had the hustle, you know, that's, right? But indirectly, like, whether you yeah. realize it or not, that's that's kind of like you're already ahead of the game by even having mm -hmm. that mentality because yeah, you don't get paid, but in the just to get stage time that early on, but just to like do jokes in front of like a packed out like theater, bro. That's, that early on, that's what really made me want to do it like forever. Plant the it planted the, the, the yeah. You caught the bug exactly, and I mean the jokes I was doing, I probably don't do any of them still. I hope I don't. Like they I were mean, just so early on, but it's like that for yeah, most dog. People. You gotta do yeah. You gotta go through that early phase, man. Right, but get them, you get know, them jokes out. Get them. Uh, <laughs> but like just like feeling that like adrenaline and all that. Bro, it's, so it's, that's yeah, 2015. I was incredible. doing those mics. Um, I had like 10 minutes, and I was like, all right off to LA you know like Hell yeah. yeah so I had that 10 Chasing minutes the dream baby yeah so I had that 10 <laughs> minutes I started doing open mics in LA and I was like I gotta rewrite all of this shit you mm. know just because so like, what was the first what was your first impression like I was just like what was like what happened did something happen there like oh shit I'm not ready or like did, kinda, was there a moment I think there was a 
there was like a big difference. It was like, okay, I was playing high school football. Okay, this is college <laughs> football. This yeah, is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. you know, D1. This is Alabama right yeah, now. Like yeah, you were playing yeah. at a farm league school in high school. Um, but like, this did you, shit, did you like, pick that up at a mic or, or kinda, actually yeah. club? Just like mics just, just around like town. The mics yeah. you just see just the, like the, the was, heat. <laughs> yeah, the, the exactly. Heat. And and I think I got a note from a booker at a comedy club they used to have. Like every Wednesday you could go uh, in Burbank's called Flappers. Yeah, I'm hip to Flappers. Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so every Wednesday they have auditions. And afterwards the guy's like, stick around. We'll give you feedback. We'll let you know what you thought. Hell yeah. So I, I sat down. He goes, you're funny. You got laughs. But like, who are you? And I was like, what? Mm. He's like, everything you said could be said by any comedian. Like, yeah. it wasn't true to you. Yeah. And of course, my stubbornness was like, man, fuck you. I got laughs. It doesn't matter. But as I went on, it kind of made more sense. Like, oh, those were just jokes. Right. Like, that wasn't like anybody could have said that on stage and nobody would have been like, oh, that's a Trevor Wallace joke. So it wasn't right. true to me. It was just more like, here's a joke. So when I realized like. LA has a lot of those like kind of storyteller guys and just like just like those guys that are like here's my fucked up life here's where like whatever I had wrong and and you make that funny and you kind of just see some of these dudes and be like oh you're telling full stories and hilarious stuff yeah and I just kind of felt like okay I was getting laughs but I wasn't saying anything about me like you didn't learn anything about keep me in mind myself. those guys are probably have been doing it for a sh- right. fucking long right at, like people yeah. don't realize people move to mm-hmm. LA uh, from their like whatever city they're uh-huh. from, and they come with some heat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they and, usually, and then they end up at Mike's because you're not gonna go work the clubs in LA. Bro, it's, it's it's wild. So yeah, hard. I mean, like they'll be like, so I, this dude was just on uh, what's it called Heart of the City for right. for Kevin Hart on Comedy Central, and I see him around at open mics all the time. What's just, his name? Uh, he was he was uh Detroit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because so we have we have a guy in uh, LA right now from DC who did uh, Jamel Johnson. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my homie. I'm I, I uh, yeah. we co-hosted a show here for years together. Oh, and word, he yeah. got he got heart of the city, and then like he had like this amazing week in town where he like got that, and then he opened for Louis that same week, Damn. and like he got man- and he had management, and then like that next thing you know, he's in L. Uh huh. I feel LA. like I've seen his name on flyers and stuff. So yeah, he's, he's, he's probably doing all right. You he's know, dope. Doing right he's there, dope. But it's so hard because then like I remember being at open mics early on, and I'd see guys. I was like, oh, that dude just did Conan. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's at an open mic. You know, yeah. so it's like. The hustle, it's not like once you get something, you're done. Like, so many of these people are like, oh, yeah, I did it last week. Like, like they treat, like, a late-night spot like it was a show. They're like, oh, yeah, I did Fallon, but, um, yeah, I'm just trying to work on something for tomorrow. And you're just, just like, <laughs> like, it's so, like. That's got to be good, though. That was great. As a young comic, like, you mm-hmm. know, year two, year in, you're like, oh, shit, this, right. there, there's levels to this shit. Oh, yeah, and I think it's, like, it's not the same, like, Carson effect back in the day where, right. like, you do late night and you're paraded around town. Like, these guys, like, do late night and they're like, all right, cool. So 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 tomorrow. so fast forward. That's your first year. You're in L. A. Your first year in L. A. You're exposed to some real killers, and you're like, okay, I got to step my game up. Yeah. And so. then what was the pro- like? What's the timeline from you going to that to sold out your own sold out show in a DC? That's pretty crazy club. to think about that. Just to even put that in the same, I mean, you know, it's, t- it's, same it's, time frame because it's um, what I saw. Yeah. I was exposed to that. Yeah. I can go on your IG and see things, but then it's one thing to s- come to a room. Where I'm going to be middle, like being a feature act, and then seeing an audience, and then mm-hmm. line up after the show to take pick buying your teeth. Like yeah, that's, that's like real fandom. It's crazy. It's Man, great it's to, as a young uh, yo I, as a comic yeah. myself. I'm like that shit is uh, my motivation. That's it's like what, that's, you know that's, everybody kind of at the end of the night like uh, they want that. for. So yeah. so like you know, and sometimes it takes a moment like that where you just said it to even bring me back and be like, oh, what were you doing four years ago? I, like, I was fucking doing three open mics a night. Yeah, I would make a video on Saturday mornings while my friends were going to get drunk at brunch. Like, that would be my kind of like, so I would do mics and then I'd make a video. And granted, a lot of these videos early on, it was like 2015, were just so, whatever. Like, yeah, I still keep some of them up just so people can be like, oh, he's come a long way. You right. Know? I like that kind the of in- The intention of it isn't to like be, fu- it's like, dude, this is how, where yeah, I started. Right. It's like I could delete all this shit up until my video started doing well, but it's like, yeah. I would rather people be like, oh, he's been that's making like, these. That's like having my first joke on, on YouTube or something. Yeah. Or like, you know, my first year of yeah. comedy on YouTube. Just exactly. To see, just to see the levels. Uh-huh. You know yeah. I mean? So uh, I was making these videos and then uh, that's when I, I was also working at a place called All Dev Digital. I don't know if you heard okay. of it. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm, working, I'm familiar yeah, with that. I was that. working with them and I was just doing open mics and then, um, as time went on, they're like, oh, you know, you're funny. We'll start putting you in, in content, some sketches. And then I don't want to push my boundaries. So I was just like, for sure, like whenever you need How'd me. How'd you get plugged in with them? I had a friend from my hometown who was an intern there. What's your hometown? It's called Camarillo, California. It's, okay. It's right by like kind of Ventura County. It's in, it's like right in between Santa Barbara and L.A. Okay. It's like right in the middle. 
Okay, so, so you're a Cali, you're a Cali yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Illinois, but for like two years, so I don't really count got that it, got shit. Got you know? it, got it. So you're oh. familiar with the terrain. Oh yeah, you, you know, yeah, you know all the uh, yeah. the, the apparel and attire uh-huh. to wear. So it was like <laughs> I was graduating with a film degree and the minor theater, and I didn't really know anybody. And then yeah. I, I wasn't even too close with this guy, but I had a mutual friend. I was like, yo, this dude works at All Death Digital. Hit him up. Hey, man, sometimes that's all it takes. Some Bro. guy you kind of know to get you in the door. Dude, that guy, like, got me in the door, and then the rest is a rap. Like, those people are, like, my family. Rap like, city. Like, they are some of the funniest comedians, like, that that work there. You know, those guys, like, the huge people that came out of there, like, Tony Baker. You ever yeah, heard of yeah, yeah, Tony yeah. Baker was, like. You got like, the animal uh, IG videos. Yeah, and, bro, his stand-up is also, like, like hands down, like, some of the best I've yeah. seen. It's Been so grinding. Good. That guy, when, yeah, I, dude, when I lived in L.A., I remember him. This is before he was really on like that. Uh-huh. He was just like a dude that was just trying to get on, yeah. you know, and uh, super nice guy, humble. Yeah, he's he's literally done everything you can as a comic to like yeah. not I, be huge. I did, he's already got a big he following. Was, I did a to... taping with him in L.A. for the Laugh Tracks. So oh, yeah. He was on, uh, yeah, he yeah. Was on my night, so we uh, I linked up with him there. Awesome, man. Yeah, dude, he's a good. So anyone else besides Tony Baker? That we uh, might know. Yeah, there's a guy named Kev on stage. Have you heard of him? He does. He does. Mm. He does like crazy big videos on Facebook. I think he's an IG guy too, right? Yeah, he's IG. He's on also IG. on IG. Um, Dude, that's Joe Boy, who was on uh, Wild and Out for a long time. Teddy Ray. Teddy Ray was just out here in DC. Uh, some of these guys who are. I mean, all these people are doing their own things now. That's that amazing. Are just, like doing headlining gigs. So it, it really. We gotta turned. get these. We gotta get all of you guys on one overachiever show. Oh, bro, we 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 did uh, Baltimore together at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. Okay, and it was like it was all that audience who watches the channel. Yeah, and that shit like was lit. I, oh, it was amazing. Can you imagine that at the DC Improv? Man? Oh, bro, it'd be if we because like yeah. I mean nothing against Baltimore Comedy Factory, but it's like DC Improv. You come to the DC, you walk in. It's oh, like, holy shit. Yeah, this no, shit no. Is- the, the Baltimore Comedy Factory was, it was a good spot, but it's like we like get loaded in in like the back of some hotel. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to watch your back. You can't, you, can't, yeah. you can't count money in the parking lot. Oh, you. yeah. No, no, no. I, no, I, was, I, I think there you gotta was hide your merch two money. white people in. You got to put uh, your merch money in your socks. And, yeah, and, for real. It was me it's and like the a club ho- It's outside a hotel. Yeah, no, for real. It's like it's a, literally yeah, outside of like a convention center or some shit. But I went into it like, ah, whatever. I'm going to do this 15 minutes. And like the crowd was so good. I didn't even get to like two of my last jokes. Like, it was, like, fire. It was amazing. And, like, just starting to get a taste of that shit. And then, like, I mean, performing for your own fans is just. There's no other. There's, it's yeah, crazy. Because they want you to win. They're, they're, they're not the yeah. people. And, and if there's somebody in the crowd that has their arms crossed looking at you, they're not there for you. They're like, oh, my girlfriend loves him. Right, 100%. I'm going to support whatever. That's so funny. But, like, did, like did, even a guy from on Thursday, he flew in. I, I mean, I don't even know where Michigan is in comparison to this. but Right, it's not. It's definitely not. But he was like, drive. I woke up at 5 a.m., got on my flight, landed, met up with him. We went and got drinks before. Like, the fact that somebody put a whole day's effort, a whole yeah. day's effort. Yeah. Like, I don't even know close homies that would. I got friends in L.A. that are like, When's your next L.A. show? I'm like, okay, uh, I'm at Flappers in Burbank. They're like, yeah, but that's not really L.A. When's the next? I'm like, fam, it's like 25 minutes from know, here. Like, I know. Like, people are so, if it's not in their backyard, they're like, I don't want to do that It's crazy shit. how strangers sometimes fuck with you more than, like, your own close friends. Well, that's what it is. Like, because here's the thing. Like, I like my friends because I, I love to just go out and do shit with them. But they humble me more than anybody at some time. Yeah. Like, we'll be out at a bar. I get recognized. Somebody comes up to me, and my friend's like, oh, Mr. Hotshot, you think you're so big. Okay, you think yeah, you're so yeah, big. Yeah. Go buy us a round of drinks. And then it's like, you know, it's messing around. Yeah. But the random people who don't know you, are they're just excited to see you. Because my friends have seen yeah. me through high school, through middle school, through nothing, through, like, got trying it, it, comedy it. to be in where I'm at now. So, like. So, they're your day ones. You've, yeah. You've known so them in, since. Yeah. So, in their eyes, they're like, I don't give a shit if you have X amount of followers. Like, you're still a bitch. And I'm like, okay. I think it's important to keep those friends around 100%, too, man. 100%. And, and I think that's why, like, when some people get big, that's just who they tour with. That's just who they work with or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just like, those are the people that you can just be yourself around, be normal, and not have yeah. to be on something else. It so. sounds like you're doing a good job of dealing with what you've just the level you're at which mm-hmm. i think a lot of people especially at your age can't really i just got to a point where like my shows are selling out i have yeah. a draw people are coming coming back to see me which is a different type of pressure when people keep coming uh-huh. back because you got to keep um keep the material fresh keep the material fresh keep the show keep fresh. the show fresh even if you have a brand new you know 10 minutes that you're doing yeah. is fire it's like but the dude after yeah is attacking the crowd you'd be like oh dude, I mean, there's he was so great, much like, pressure that comes with it i think when you because uh, we uh, i had a uh dc homie introduced me to you via text and I remember mm-hmm. when you reached out, it was just like I was going through so oh, much. Right. I had so much anxiety at that time because um, I had just left the D.C. draft house for here, the comedy lab, which we we're actually recording this podcast at. And um, uh, I don't know if I told you, but th- after that, the draft house banned me 
from they the club. They banned you? I, I literally am not, to this day, I'm not allowed to go enter the club. Because you I, left I, them? I left them and brought the show here. Wow. Yeah. I had See, to find, I found out, because my buddy James Davis, who's from, L- he lives in LA, he, oh, yeah, he, he was doing a weekend, yeah, yeah. and he's like, yo, come do a guest spot. I've known James since 2010, you yeah. know, from his YouTube days. Uh-huh. And, uh, I like. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I, I knew the draft house weren't happy, but I didn't know I was like, oh, you ban, can't, ban, yeah, ban. yeah. And I got escorted out, and I was like, really? Yeah, dude. So I was like, I, that was like right around so, uh, the time you were reached out to me, and I was like going through oh, such a like gotcha, tough time yeah. of like because it was like, all right, if I'm at the comedy loft now, every show needs to be like fire. Every show needs to be like, at, you know, and I have to like go with people that I know. It's like it was like a weird like uh, a weird amount of pressure that I was never used to. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, the shows went well, and then you know, f- again, fortunately, the DC Improv hit and reached out, and now I'm in a situation where like, it's really exciting because I get to work with guys like you mm-hmm. and guys like uh, who are coming up in New York, like Ian Lara, yeah, and we can kind of bring this like young LA New York energy to the DC yeah, that's great. market, and it's like kind of like a um, it's like a beacon where it's like we can all link up, yeah, and like everyone does. 15 20 25 and mm-hmm. it's like everyone could just like do their fire 20 right and like everyone can get theirs in yeah it's beneficial to everybody everybody yeah, in a sense it's like because what i've seen sometimes is like super young crowds will, will have a, a headliner who's older you know right and they're hilarious but it's like they're laughing but like they're talking about jokes are like being a parent this and that and it's like right, the crowd's right. like it's funny but like and then you bring some young cat in from New York who's just like, like Derek Gaines was a perfect example. Yeah. Like the shit he was talking about was all shit that I could relate to. Right. And like that is where you're just like, it's just dope because it feels like you're doing something that not traditional like clubs are doing. It's like, yeah, you can come to DC Improv on a Friday, Saturday, see a top notch headliner, but it's like, who it's are kind of cool that you see some of these people. Who are some of your comedy influencers right now? Right like, now. Who are some guys, you know, I'll throw some of the names that I'm looking at as uh-huh. far as not just comedy, but like the way they're doing it, like Andrew Schultz right now. I was now, literally just going to say Schultz. I, I, I got a chance to uh, link up with open for him. And you know, we, he was, he gave me a lot of advice uh-huh. and um, shouted me out on his podcast, which got me a lot of new followers. Hey. That was like, that was dope. Yeah. Um, uh, but I just love the way his approach to comedy. I love his style, yeah. but I love like, like even like he puts his stuff out on YouTube and like, yeah. and I think in IG and well, I his think story is, is dope. Cause I, so I, I, uh, he had an opener, but I hosted his show in Oxnard, California. Oh, that's so, dope. But he was staying in LA. So I drove him out there. So I Schultz? got, yeah. So, so I got like just an hour of just like everything he's put into and like just hearing that type shit was like so valuable to me. Just like everything he's been through and this and that. Yeah. He shot the special pitch to every network. Yeah. We said, no, he chopped it up into individual clips, which is smart. Because, I mean, if you're just, like, Trevor Wall's comedy special, it's like, mm, okay, it'll get some clicks. But if you make your bits, like what he did, very clickable, like like uh-huh. a lot of his bits or something, like it's very clickable stuff, and it's like you're releasing a single instead of an album. So, like, each video could do its own growth, and I think that was so dope. And now the networks are starting to come back to him and be like, oh, so you mean all your clips? <laughs> like, how, how did you do that, by the way? Right, 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 that, right. I think Theo Vaughn is a great example Theo Vaughn, of that. yeah, I got a chance to open for him here. Yeah, uh, dude. I mean, it's great because he's he's been doing stand up for like I think like fifty yeah yeah like fifteen, 15 years. years. So he's already like a bona fide headliner, crushes everywhere. But now he's got like diehard fans, and now his podcast is just taking off so much. Like timing for him, it's a lot of people probably think it's just been like the last like five years. But like he's been doing this for, like he like, yeah. I don't remember like he did last comic standing back when boot cut jeans were a thing. You know, like he's been so crazy. He's been doing this shit. He was on a reality TV show like yeah, back in the before, early two thousand before he was know? in stand up. So do you think timing uh, for them is great? But like, do you think trying to word, figure out the way to word this? Do you think like with your rise and your fandom, do you think it's too early or is it the right time or or is it's too like it should have happened sooner? Not definitely not sooner. Uh, I think it's I I don't want to say too early because I love where I'm at. Yeah. But I do think that it's a challenging stage. Like when Theo like started to pop off, he was like, okay, dope. I was already headlining anyways. For me, I went from hosting and featuring. I was hosting and featuring. And then now I would hit up a club. I'd be like, yo, can I come feature it for you guys? And they're like, oh, you got this following. Why don't you just headline? Right, uh, an, an off night Thursday. Right, right, right. So then, which is what, what happened on Thursday. Yeah, and that's and that's so I was kind of just like, okay, yeah, why why am I not headlining? That makes sense. Is there anxiety? Oh, hundred percent. Talk about your how do you handle your because a lot of people listening to this yeah might not under like uh, it's like a unique because mm-hmm. people I'm sure wants 
everyone wants to be in your situation, yeah. right? Like they want, they see, they see the, they see the sold out shows. They see the numbers on the followers. They see like this dude's killing. He's he's probably eating good now. But like talk about the anxiety of going into, of of what you're dealing with. There's a lot of behind the scenes. Cause I, sometimes I, I like, I look at that. I'm like, dude, like, is there anxiety in having to post every day on social media? Like, it's fucking, yeah. It's, it's I a can't never imagine thing that, Because dude. the internet will forget about you so quick. It feels like, and they might not, but yeah. it feels like that. You know, I try to post once a week a video or something. Because it's very impressive. Like, your video content is so, like, is, that shit is, like, legit yeah. officially funny. Like, it's yeah, not even yeah, like, because yeah. I, think, I think a lot of that stuff can be hacky, but the yeah. way you do it, mm-hmm. like, and now that I hear that you have a theater background, it makes sense, and film background, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I just, he's yeah. just better. He's just, like, legit, it's trained in this shit. He's yeah. good. I just, I just see how bad some of that Instagram comedy and that back when Vine was a thing comedy, like, how bad you it can could be. You can see why stand-ups do have, like, a bias towards it, mm-hmm. but I will tell tell you one thing i had a, there was a shift for me maybe about a year year and a half ago and like my because i was one of those guys who were like man these ig guys trying to do yeah. clubs and shit trying to do stand up and mm-hmm. taking stand up but then it was until this one i had a, a moment where uh i was asked to open for a guy who's from this area but lives in la now jahan jones oh i know john so jahan uh, jahan uh headlined the draft house maybe a year a year and a half ago yeah. um, my my buddy Brandon Brody got me to open Oh I know Brody yeah yeah oh That's he's my, from uh, he's a yeah. DMV guy yeah Silver Spring yeah, yeah, from, yeah. from the same city and Yeah uh, I've, I've done a few things with Brody Yeah he's dope and uh Jahan sold out two shows $20 a pop on a Sunday Damn and uh I opened up you know did great he went up did his thing and what was more impressive to me was how much his audience loved him Yeah you know what I mean similar to you Uh-huh uh and that as a stand up I can't it's it's very hard to hate on like you can you can it's one thing to be like oh the material ain't there but that shit will get there like it's yeah. not like it's and it's it's, it's a time it's a time thing like yeah. yo you're gonna put the years in you're gonna get organically you're gonna get better yeah it's that's like inevi- where I feel like I'm at it's inevitable mm-hmm. you keep doing it you keep throwing yourself to the fire it, you're gonna get better yeah especially if you like you know keep doing like showcase type shows where it's not people who are like who know you yeah and that's why I like to do yourself. like what I did this weekend is do my show Thursday yeah and then open for some uh, comedians Friday Saturday or something because that's a whole new crowd that doesn't know me right you perform for your your own crowd too much you get in this bubble where everything works and you're not nervous about new shit yeah when it's like brand new people and you're and you're doing your shit and it's like okay well how do i end strong how do i do this and that and and it's more to think about um i think when it goes back to all the anxiety uh it's hard because you're so used to doing 10 minute spots in la right 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 right. yeah yeah, yeah. so i got like how do you deal with it at any given time if like somebody hits me up like can you come to my show right now and do 10 like the 10 is on lock like yeah that's great i'm very comfortable and then when you do the 45 it's like okay let me disperse this 10 throughout okay Mm -hmm. this is a little bit older of a joke i like this joke this is cool it's just a little bit longer so i don't usually do it or it's, it's trying to fill that 45 with uh material that you like to do without doing shit that you're just doing just to kill time if that makes sense yeah no i, I yeah, mean so. I, I i could i could totally see how because i can't i just got to headlining and i'm about to hit the seven year mark and uh-huh. it's like uh i can't imagine being thrown to the fire earlier yeah it would have been like i would have been put in situations where i would have to say some things that i don't want to say like jokes yeah. that i want i don't uh-huh. want to do because i don't want people leaving thinking like oh that's what his comedy is right but exactly. at the same time if someone's like, "Hey, dog, you gonna get paid X amount of dollars to do forty five minutes? Right. We gonna we gonna put you right. up in a hotel and, and a I flight." Mean, hey, man, I'll talk about smoking hookahs. Bro, I, I'm ho- fucking here, dog. <laughs> hey, I'll talk about hummus. And, you know, you know what I mean. So Whatever. it's kind of cool because, uh, in my mind at least, somebody will come out to see you in this first kind of like tour that I'm kind of doing. Yeah, is this the first one? This, uh, this is the, like first the first year that I really kind of started taking on the road. Like yeah. in October, I had my first like headlining show in San Diego. Then I did Arizona and then Dallas. And so now it's just kind of slowly the words getting out. Yeah. So hopefully what would happen is people come out and see you. And they're like, oh, it was great, man. We loved you. And then they come out a year or two later when I'm back and they're like, fuck, he got good. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of what I'm hoping. I know that like my 25, 30, solid, strong, right? And then the the all, all, the the rest of the show yeah. is, is a lot of newer stuff that I'm like, this will be hilarious one day. One day. So, and I'm like, you know what? Let me just throw it into my audience in the middle. 
Well, people listening definitely know because I talk about it a lot. The process of how uh-huh. long it takes to get a bit where it needs to be. It could, in some cases, that it could be years, bro. Yeah, it could be literally, literally years. Yeah, like, like like my ice cream truck story has uh-huh. taken me years, and it's still not fit. It's still like a thing that's continuing to grow and expand. Yeah, uh, me talking about dealing weed in high school. That's been mm-hmm. a thing that's been expanding for years. Yeah, and it's just like getting more deeper and deeper, more vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, and like painting a more vivid picture of like what you're describing. Uh-huh. Uh That shit takes time, man. It's yeah. hard to force. You could try to like sit and write it on paper, but it really does take uh, like a moment, like where you're just in the car, and you're like, oh, that's boom. exactly what it is. <laughs> that's like exactly I, what it is. I saw this three year pro- equation. Yeah, bro. I got it. That's like one of my strongest jokes now is like it, like it was missing something, so I put it on the back burner. It didn't do anything, and then I did, and then I tried to work out another bit. And I was like, oh, I could just chop the fat off this and then plug it back into this like there's so much equations and shit going on in a comic's brain that people don't even see it's just Not like a giant all. rubik's cube where you're constantly mixing thoughts and ideas and sometimes it clicks and you're like oh fuck yeah. and then you try it out and it hits so yeah i think well, it's more impressive to know your background and knowing that like from 2015 to now like the trajectory and like knowing how mm-hmm. you're still dealing with like you're still learning and you're still like yeah. open to like yo it takes time like oh you, yeah you gotta keep um it's like uh, it's like the gym, man. Got to keep keep yeah, hitting the gym. Exactly, and I, and and I feel like like I can hold the forty five for the for the entertainment and the last, but it's like I want that forty five not only be super tight, but yeah. like also more just like genuine. You know, it's just like just like good stories and stuff like that mm-hmm. versus something that's like here's something that's kind of funny. You know, like well, it's gonna take time, man. Exactly. And it's like and it's like also like it's a definitely a different craft than what you're also spending a lot of time on, the which videos, is like yeah. the videos. Yeah. It's a whole different, cause I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is just my take on it. Like mm-hmm. the videos are like, they're, they're hard hitting. They're like funny as fuck, but they're fast. Yeah. It's like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Edits, mm-hmm. edit, edit, like boom, punch yeah. up. It's, 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 uh, and it's designed for people who are on their phone scrolling ADHD yeah. kind of exactly. like uh, comedy, but like, with stand up, it's very hard to replicate that. Yeah, that energy. Like, it's a totally different medium. Right. And then also, once you post the video, it's posted. It's not like you can a year later touch it back up and be like, oh, I right. thought it was a better punchline. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, That's, fam, you already posted that shit. Like, we, we already already gave you my double tap. I'm not re liking this yeah. shit. So, even think, though you've done renditions of a same topic like with uh-huh. the with the employee what's the employee oh one? yeah the zoomies employee yeah yeah that one just kind of just came up out of like nowhere really like yeah was that like was that the one that that was the first that hit? was the one that really put me on the map okay. because i think before that i had like maybe like fifteen thousand followers on facebook and that was huge for me at the time yeah and then i put out that video and then that one did well and then that got me up to like sixty thousand on facebook and 70 and then slowly yeah. everything else started to grow do you see a correlation between people who watch that and your audience or yeah, is that something yeah. like is that in the sp- beginning? Yeah, but they're starting to get more diverse. I think people are coming out for different reasons now. Like this yeah. Thursday show is very diverse in a sense very that di- like yeah. I had people coming out for the Zoomies employees. I had people coming out for I did this video based on AirPods, which fucking took off too, which you know was great. Got and some then, write-ups in the what was it? Yeah, NY but Times Wall Street or? Journal. Bro. Yeah, Wall uh, Street Journal. Crazy. You know, <laughs> now, now I got a credit on that shit. So you it, might have recognized crazy. this guy yeah. from an article in the Wall Street you read Journal. His name in the Wall Street Journal, which uh, you know is just a flex in all aspects. Who can say that, man? Bro, not too many. Because I feel like if you're in the Wall Street Journal for comedy, it's usually not good. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. Right. Unless you're Kevin Hart making some, putting up some numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then I even have some people come out from uh, the people who watch All Def Digital. So like the diversity is something I really love because I never wanted to be a one thing. Like I think there was a time where I thought about taking so that Zoomies character got so big and so fast, and every video I put out like always did like a million plus views. Is it on? So people listening, is it on Facebook? It's on Twitter? Facebook. It's it's on everything. Everything, I post all everything, platforms. But it did it best on Facebook and what were the numbers? YouTube. The the biggest one did seventeen million views Jeez, on Facebook. Seventeen and, and million. You know, and you, if, to me, that's a number. Like you, right, hear right, it, right, 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 right. But you right, don't right. understand seventeen million people, like. Like, dude, there's so many people. Well, you know know what it is, man? It's crazy for me because, like, you know, as a performer, the idea of 17 17 million people potentially coming to your show is, like, just makes my dick hard. It's crazy, (laughs) bro. It's crazy just to be walking down the street and somebody's like, oh, dude, you made that fucking video or whatever. So, I mean, you can see the impact of the internet on, like, for me, I have this, like, real, like, because I listen to Andrew Schultz a lot on his Uh podcast, and he's been, like, He's been going on all the podcasts raving about it. It's like, I feel like he's going to get killed by the industry because he's just like revealing all these like dope ass secrets about like, yo, it it inspired me to drop um, 
a 40 minute headlining set on YouTube. Uh-huh. I dropped uh, in December, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's up to like f- close to 40,000 hits already. Hey. And uh, and hey. I, you know, I went from like 20 subscribers on YouTube to like close to a thousand now nice. because of this like having the balls to be like, you know what. You know, yeah, that's something he told me. He's like, if you're not a draw, burn the material because, like, even yeah. if what ten people at most come out to see you, right? There are people that heard your jokes before, but there's still 200 other people in the audience that haven't heard it. Like, right. you should be getting it out there because the whole getting discovered at open mics is so not a outdated, thing anymore bro. Now. It's yeah. fucking outdated, dog. Yeah, and it's so, like guys like you motivate me because mm-hmm. I'm like, I see what you're doing, and it's like, hey man, put out, put out the shit on the internet, right? Man. You know, and it's like. And there's always like If you were to complain to it Like a veteran comic Be like oh, I don't want to burn it He'd be like why like, I don't know You're just scared to write more And then yeah. it's like Oh shit I guess that's kind of true You know like yeah. Like I had a joke That actually got ripped on Twitter And it blew up And it fucking It sucked Because it was it was like One of my strongest jokes at the time When you say ripped Like ripped like Critique like criticize Or no, like stole, no, stolen, stolen Stolen So like somebody So I uh, All Deaf Digital taped One of my sets And it didn't even It did like 90,000 views Nothing like absurd But the premise on it uh, somebody just tweeted out, and that tweet got like crazy big. Ah, not not the video, what, just, just what was the pre- so the the premise on it was about edibles. It says uh, the edibles don't kick in until they hear you talking shit about them, right? Mm. So it's just it, that's how I started off my joke, and that shit always hit, right? Yeah. And then this kid posted on Twitter. It started to blow up. Somebody tagged me in it because they had seen my stand up, and I was like, "Yo, that's that's my shit," you know, like "Yo, tag me." And then he goes, "Haha, yeah, that's you." And then I was like, "Bro, tag me." And yeah. then it got screenshotted. Then it got posted on uh, what's it called fuck Jerry, yeah. and uh, the just like the giant meme pages. Oh, so no. now I just stopped doing that bit because I remember I did it one time for this like taping for this pilot. It never aired, but uh, I did it for this taping, and my friend was in the crowd, and his girlfriend leaned in, and she goes, "He got that from Twitter." I was like, "No, bitch, that's mine." So yeah. people are quicker to believe the internet than they are to believe a comedian, which but, is fucked And up. also, like, sometimes premises in some ways can be done by other... It's like there's it, there's a shelf life because it's just, like, comics will sometimes have a similar take, and it's hard to, like... Unless right. you have it, like, on YouTube with the date, and, like, yo, I did yeah, this in 20... Yeah, I ha- I had a uh, I had a Trump joke that's been, like... Uh, the take on it was, like, um, I found out my aunt's a Trump supporter, uh, recently, and I had to confront her. Like, yo, Tia Daly, like, why would you support Donald Trump? She's like, honestly, I just don't want my family to visit. And it's like <laughs> that's been like that. I I was I did that since like, tr- like Trump said all the stuff about the like like the Latino people and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, to, like basically, right when it happened. But I've seen like people comics have t- had that take. So many variations. Yeah, like yeah. very exactly. It's hard. And it's like and it's like and it's like all right, uh I you know, I won't do it on a TV thing. But right. if I'm like in a lot, you know what I mean? If I'm trying to do 45 minutes, <laughs> yeah. I got I don't think your audience might have heard that from like Maz or Brownie or Nemer, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So but yeah, those yeah. are the guys who've done it. Yeah. And it's like I don't think they stole it. I'm not going to say Maz or Nemer stole that joint, but it's like it's a uh, it's definitely, you know, a, a, a premise that, you know, I can see someone else coming up with from a foreign, you know, um, you know, uh, way of taking it that direction. It's yeah. not like a weird. Yeah, and it's hard because the premise is kind of like the seed of the tree. It's like it starts there and then right. we go after. There's a chunk. Because there's a different. Because, yeah, because I have a whole ch- like a 10 minute political chunk that I do it's all like linear it's like boom 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 yeah boom, and that boom. like leads into that but shit, it's like so. it's you know there's other ways of, uh, you know into it but um what is, what's your uh what's your stance on political material right now I saw you dabble with it you got into it uh, yeah I'll do it a little bit but um I think the thing is especially in a city like DC like yeah the, like, I feel like your audience was it was an interesting audience because yeah. um and this is again this is a, I think a positive thing uh-huh. I feel like a lot of your audience aren't like stand up like people who go to stand like this was their f- you you popped their cherry almost. yeah a lot of people like it was my first stand up show yeah 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 yeah, so yeah. Kinda, I got that, that's what people to, came up to me after your show and was like yo this is my first show yeah. and this is like really cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, I saw you even taking pictures with people you know you can yeah. tag and shit like that yeah. so it's great just to expose people who aren't uh, too familiar with comedy to be like Yo, this is kind of again to like give you more props um your hey. audience is the most one of the most same thing was j- similar very similar to jahan mm-hmm. uh and it makes sense after the show they're the most engaging online so yeah. like let's say after th- i got literally 65 followers Damn. after that show i mean uh-huh. I, I did pass out business but people like tagged me stories but I, it makes it, i feel like that w- is a tribute to 
they came because of the internet because of seeing yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for them to follow me uh-huh. is like, yo, it's a testament to like a lane you almost created. Right. Like you created this lane. Bringing these I'm, people into the world, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. To stand up world. So right. you're exposing them to stand It's kind of cool because they're coming at it so new that they're not like. So innocent and fret. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They're like, oh, what's going to happen? Well, they're not like <laughs> critiquing you. Be like, yeah, well, Mitch Hedgeberg did it like this back in the day. Like, right. well, they don't know who the fuck like some of these guys are. Like, right. They're not like, do you know who Tom Segura is? They're like, what? Like, they, yeah. they're just people who like comedy and my style of comedy. And they're here to laugh. And then it's it, that's why when you do political things, they're not getting all tight. Or, you know, they're right. not just some random lady who's stressed out at the office. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah, yeah. Genuine Which people. is my audience. I get the stressed yeah. out. I get this. Well, I, I saw I, you. I, that I, girl I, freaked out about that Trump shit. I do. Like, and I had to. Um, yeah, man. That shit was. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't really do too much political material because one, it's ever changing. And two, it's just like, for the most part, I have two Trump jokes, but neither of them are really about him. It's, I think I saw some of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one. It's online. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's, it's not so much about him. It's just about his personality. So it's not even. It's not polarizing. It's so not when I get political, people, it's not even political. It's not like yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck Republicans. And then right, right, right. Like, Whoa, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah, all yeah. bad. You know, so yeah, I, exactly. I don't want to divide a crowd. 100%. Because I'm not one of those comics who wants to fight the audience just yet. Like, I want to be a little bit more comfortable when I can, like, like the Schultz and the Bill Burr approach when they're like, Women shouldn't get paid the same as men. And, and everybody's like, the fuck? And then they fight back for it. Also, I'm not one of those dudes that's like throwing haymakers and then digging myself also out. Also, keep in mind, uh, those guys are like, they've been, Bill Burr oh, yeah. is like, you know, 20, 25, 30 years right, in. Right, Schultz right. is maybe, what, 15, uh-huh. 14 maybe? Yeah, so I, exactly. You got to like, earn the right to be swinging bats like when that. I, when I see young cats, like when I say young cats, like open, like guys one or two years in, take on premises like that. Right, Hey, right, dog, right. maybe like work on the bait, yeah. get the fundamentals down exactly, before you want to take on exactly. a Me Too, yeah. a Me Too joke. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I just, that's why I feel like I'm not, like nobody looks at me and they're like, yeah, he could fuck up some politics right now. Like I like I just keep it to what I know, my point of view, what I find funny and what yeah. my personal life is. And then later on when I get more experience and I get my my fans that are like diehard and whatnot, then I'll be I'll be like, you know, take a little bit. Because I have premises that I'll, that I'll try that I'm like, this is funny. This is hilarious. 100 percent. And it's just it's not the right time right now. I think yeah. sometimes or, or it doesn't Dog, fit my you no, will my be su- set. Not, you will be surprised on some of these premises in your notebook that will mm-hmm. come back in two, three years when, Bro. You're, when you're ready to like. Right. Fire it out from it's the crazy. holster. Yeah, I'm excited for that stuff. It's gonna happen. Yeah. If you stay on this path, it's inevitable. Yeah, the man, only man. way it cannot happen is if you decide to like not fuck with stand up. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's the only way. But that was actually a decision I had to make because that character was so big that Zumi's one was like, "Do I do the character on stage?" And mm. I was like, "Yeah." yeah. There, there was a split second where I was like, "Should I?" And then I was like, "No." Yeah. Because what was what was it? What was the final? How did that? I was just like, it's. Did someone like mentor? Like, do you have any mentors? That no, like, I kind of just saw like what certain dudes were doing. Yeah. Um, that were just taking this character on the road and getting real big and this and that. And then I was just like, I don't want to. Like that was kind of the thing. It was a that was, was a, a there was a that uh-huh. is a thing where like people would do their SNL people or yeah, like yeah. or like an OG like a, a John Witherspoon who's a comedy legend. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Who uh-huh. who was a who you know he's got his own style but he definitely like uses that character from friday and yeah you know what i mean like to, yeah. to like to but get him and then he goes into his material yeah but i just i saw it being very that's the advice the he shelf gave me. life didn't seem too long on it it's like because i mean people come out for a few times to see you do that character and then in, like four years I'm like yeah you're still doing that shit you yeah. know so i was more so just like i'll use these people to come out to the shows and be like oh shit like he does this shit online but also his stand was great like that yeah. type of shit i just saw the shelf life not being great and I and I had no material written for it other than the videos, so I didn't want to like pretty much reenact the videos on stage. It's right. like Forty five minutes is a long time to kill. You'll you'll never know, man. In a, a couple right. years, you might bring back those characters, but in a mm-hmm. in a bit. Yeah, where like I mean, you somebody, can like you can see the characters, but in a story. Yeah, I, I kind of I'll, I'll I'll throw the voices in a little bit. You, and you can mean? tell the response. Like you know somebody like uh, Frankie Quinones. Yeah, he did Cholo Fit. Mm-hmm. That's a great example because he has three characters. Well, he does his normal stand-up for, like, 25. He does his Carmelita one, I think, with a girl. And then he does Cholo Fit. And, and the fucking crowd loses their mind over Cholo I, Fit. I bet. It's Angela, a great character. Angela, hilarious. Angela Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Angela nails, Johnson. The nails she, one. She's still selling out. She's yeah. still selling out. Yeah. And uh, Frankie, actually, he grew up in the same area as me. We had the same hometown comedy club. Okay. So I saw him before he got big. I did a spot on one of the shows. Uh and I remember seeing him. He would do his stand-up. He'd run to the green room, put on a costume, go on stage, run back, put on his other thing. And he was doing Troll of Fit before it got big. And then once that shit popped off, like, it was a cool feeling to be like, 
that wasn't random. You know, yeah. like he's been putting that in. And it's just one of those things. I love that character. And and he knows how to utilize it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's shot videos with like French Montana and the character. Like, yeah. And then he's also just a solid stand-up because he opens for Craig Robinson, too. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, Craig a Robinson lot, yeah. and Todd Rex. They all mob together. And Todd like, Rex is a DC guy. Yeah, Todd yeah. Rex also a fucking beast. Um, so that's kind of where I, I, I think he's doing it right with the characters thing. He knows how strong the characters can be, but he's also like, I'm going to start with my stand-up, then I'm going to do these characters after. You know? Hell so, yeah. So what advice do you have for young comics coming up right now? Um, they're trying to find their footing, trying to figure out because you know, you know, you know the you know just go back to when you were coming up and you were like intimidated by some of these LA guys and you're like, yeah. fuck, what am I doing? What should I be working on? Yeah, uh, you know, um, what what's some you know? I think I think there's a few things. It's like trying staying true. It's, it's easy to get influenced by. Like I know early on in, in stand up, I listen to a lot of Bill Burr's podcasts every right. time, every day. I listen yeah, to yeah, all yeah. the time. What, what podcasts do you listen to right now? Still? I listen to uh, his Theo Vaughn's and. Uh, I like Andrew Santino's. He's pretty good. He just does yeah. interview style. Yeah, I just and listen then, to him. And uh, then Schultz, if he's on like some other shit. But I would say it's, it's, it's very easy to get influenced. And you can tell the people who listen to too much Chris D'Elia, people <laughs> who listen to too much Theo. Is that, start to is talk that, like is that prev- prevalent in L.A. a lot? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I know like five comics off the rip that are like literally Chris D'Elia yeah. and, uh. and it's, it's just like... Uh, you and it's it's easy to get influenced. It's so. desperation too. Yeah, people are like trying to figure, trying to find something that's going to hit. Yeah, like and it's like if it's already work. been done. Like, don't fall in the footsteps. Do your own thing. Yeah. and that's why I feel like I really finally am acting like myself up there, and I'm not a, a spinoff of a mini like because you can just tell. Like, I was when I would listen to Bill Burr, and then I'd write. I'd be like, why is this material angry? I'm not an angry dude. Right. You know, so it's just like I. I try not to listen to too much stuff just because I want to be tr- true to myself. So yeah. stay true to yourself and also just utilize the shit that's around you. If you can be funny on stage, you can be funny on the internet, you know? Yeah. Like, and obviously your first couple of videos might not take off. They might, but just like, it's like same as a fucking open mic. Like you go to open mic and you eat shit. You're not like, okay, I'm done. So if your video yeah. flops, treat it like an open mic, you know? It's so funny to see comics because we're very, we go on stage. This is what we do like every night. But then when it comes to posting something, oh bro, it's like we're so. He's uh, like, I don't know if I can put this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the right caption. What about that filter? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just think that's yeah, we're, we're on stage talking about our dicks for like right, five minutes right. at a time, and then, then post a picture, be like, I don't look good here. Yeah, it's dude. Like, yeah, take it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I think I'm a firm believer. If you can be funny on stage, you can be funny on video. You just got to figure out what type of video you're funny in. You know, if you're like a uh, a quiet more honed in writer on stage figure yeah. out a way to put that in videos if you're more explosive like like bigger figure out there's a there's, utilize the internet man like that's yeah. literally i don't think i'm shortcutting the game i think i'm just utilizing all my sources every comic has a utility belt not all of them are using their shit everybody's using that one microphone on their belt it's like use a camera on the belt use your yeah. friend everybody's got connections everybody in la knows somebody who's like oh my friend's a cinematographer he's a dp this or that people are hungry to work dude and it, you just link with the right people. You put in the time. You make the videos. You never know what will pop off. I didn't expect those Zoomies videos pop off. I didn't expect the AirPod video. All my biggest shit I didn't expect to pop off. So don't go into it with a mindset like, this is the video. Go into the mindset like, I'm going to make videos work. Yeah. But not this is the video. Because a lot of comics put too much pressure. Right. They'll, put it, they'll make a sketch that's like, they spent all this money and this time and effort. <laughs> this is it, bro. Yeah, for get, real, bro. And then and then they get post ready for it. LA. We're going to Hollywood yeah, after and this. Then they post We're going to get it, signed. And it's like, all right, that was just one. Yeah. Consider each video as a set. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, it's a bad set. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fuck it. The crowd didn't whatever. get your reps up. Exactly. So just post anything because I post shit that's well shot, has audio, and then I also post shit on my iPhone. Like, there's no right or wrong way in 2019 to make a video. You don't need to hire a fucking DP or bro. Some of my biggest shit has been on my iPhone, you know, like that's really good advice. Yeah, it's just it, I think so many people get critical and they're like, oh, I don't have a camera. Guy, people be they, they're too much in their heads. I'm yeah. gu- I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I'm very uh, self-conscious, but I'm trying to take more chance to take more. Just be more creative. You know, what I mean, yeah. just be like, yo, yo, don't be because uh, I'm I just got to a point where I'm comfortable on stage. Yeah, but I'm trying takes a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now I'm just trying to transition to like uh, different mediums. You know, what I mean. Yeah. You know, don't limit myself. I could be, exactly. uh, I could do, any, if I just try, I gotta just give it a shot. That's fucking awesome, man. Um, yeah. what is next for uh Trevor Wallace? Let's dog? see, man. So this uh, year, but I want to know d- coming up shows, but also what's the two year plan? What's what's the, the two year plan, man? I, I, so this is the first year that like me and my management have like really been like working on putting a tour together, right? Doing uh East Coast stuff. So I got Boston in the works. Uh, 
that's in September. I'm going to Canada, going across states for the first time in that's August. Amazing. House of Comedy out there. Do you um, travel with anyone? No, I would love to bring an opener. I would yeah. love to, but um, I'm not at the point where uh, I think I can. Or if I do, it's coming out of my budget. Yeah, traveling yeah, with somebody yeah. as tough, you know, or if you're cool with the comic, like yeah. it's so much more fun. It's you know? yeah, it's an it's experience. A great time. It's and the even other, the fact I, that like you you extended me like stage time like oh I'm open for you oh what are you doing Saturday you want to do a podcast grab lunch whatever the fuck you're feeling yeah man like that feeling is so great because I've been in Arizona where you don't know anybody and you're just sitting in your hotel room waiting for the show and you're yeah. like I could go out and hike and do tourist shit and you're like nah yeah so I think the two year plan is keep making these videos uh make some TV moves or something uh and just start if yeah that's a, that's a, that's an interesting point question because. This is something I do. I was very uh, kind of eager to ask you and get your take on it because it feels like you're on one of the guys on the forefront of this whole movement of the internet stand-up movement, like yeah. having audiences. And now with your, you have a podcast mm -hmm. with uh, Michael Blaustein, who's yeah. from Maryland, also. Yeah, yeah, DMV. Um, uh, I was gonna ask you. I just fucking lost it. Oh, if let's you've attained this pretty massive following on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and it feels like uh. If a network, it it almost it feels like you get more engagement on your online presence than you would on a, than like what some sitcoms get. You do because like, you know what I mean. Like yeah, I mean there's layers too because if you're on a sitcom, people gotta they gotta wait till the end of the credits to find your name. They gotta find yeah. your Instagram. Yeah. But if they just see a video that pops off on your Instagram, your Facebook, yeah. it's direct. That's to your the channel. Thing. That's your ch literally like you Schultz know? would say. That's your channel. Yeah. Like your YouTube. So that's kind of what I started like treating your, it as. Uh, but it, you know, if a network did reach out, you're working with. Oh geez, we're going to great directors, and you're just learning being around that environment. So I'd want to do it for the environment, work with some big people, and just kind of like more of a learning. It would be yeah. more of a learning exposure, and yeah. a learning experience. And that, and I mean, the thing with like getting an internet audience is great, but yeah. internet shit, like I post so many videos for free, you know, like yeah. Versus you land a sitcom, you're eating well, you know. So 100%. I, I just want to stay busy in the work aspect. But you're in the beginning phase, yeah. Dude. This is like the first round. It's exciting, man. I mean, I don't know what your like merch sales were, but like it could have been. I sold out all my t-shirts. Dude, it could have been. It could have been more. Yeah, you know, oh, dude. So I would love. Yeah, this it's like the very. It's it's cool because it's the very early stages of this stuff. So it's like it's it's the point where I'm not flying with an opener. I'm yeah. doing my own merch. I'm yeah. doing my own sales to the point where it's like, oh yeah, I don't even touch my my opener does merch. This and that. Like, yeah, this yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, so. dog. Like it's uh it's very impressive. It's uh motivational, and I wish you continued success, dog. Because uh, this that, shit man. is. I love to see young guys uh making it, man. Because yeah. it's like it's like yo, it's a new generation right now. It is. And uh, mm -hmm. the fact that you know you're 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 uh, a prototypical overachiever, I like that. Yeah, there you know it mean? is. There My it man. is. Appreciate Title you, man. Show, man. Of course, thanks. For